0: Hi everyone, this is Rio and you are listening to Godesh Project, an online ministry with the purpose of exploring the Bible and the God it points to. Last week, we have started a new study series about the book of Genesis and I've also shared with you the book that I'm using for this series. It's called The Genesis Record by Mr. Henry M. Morris We also talked about how it's important to study the book of Genesis because of the following reasons 1. Because it gives us an idea of God's original design about everything number 2. Because it connects you to other books of the Bible and makes you understand how the things that has happened in the past affects the present and how it will affect the future and lastly because The way you believe about your origin will determine the way you will view life in general and God wants you to view life through His eyes. For this episode, we will be talking about the 14 foundational origins mentioned in the book of Genesis. Let's begin. The word Genesis means origin, and the book is named like that apparently because of what's written in it, because of the stories it carries. It gives us the only true and reliable account of the origins of all the basic entities of the universe and of life. And right now, we will be talking about more of an overview of those origins, and in the following weeks, we will start to look at them all in details. Okay, so are you ready? Let's start with the origin of the universe. Different theories surface every once in a while about how the universe began, but the very first chapter of the book of Genesis tells us that every other system, be it a religious or scientific kind, tells us that the universe started with an eternal matter or energy in some form that is already existing in the galaxies and gradually evolving into something better until after billions and billions of years, it turns into the planet that we are living right now. For example, like how they say the pieces of magnetic rocks coming together and forming the earth and the earth was nothing but a molten ball until it cooled down and just evolved into this kind of earth right now. That theory started with magnetic rocks already evolving. Where did those magnetic rocks come from? The book of Genesis is the only account that gives us a beginning with absolutely nothing. If you will read Genesis 1, the earth was described as without form. The universe was void and darkness was on the face of the deep. Nothing was there until God decided to call things into existence like the light and the firmament and the sun and the moon and everything else. So Genesis gives us an account of how the universe started. Next, the book of Genesis tells us the origin about order and complexity. Be it in his personal experience or his formal study of physical and biological system, a person will never fail to see and observe the obvious fact that this world and this life follows a certain design. And since we are using the Bible as a reference, of course, we are talking about a divine design. A design that is put together by God to fulfill a certain purpose. And when that order is not followed, everything else turns into chaos. A lot of people try to figure out life in their own futile ways. But apparently, the more we try apart from God, the more we see that life doesn't make sense when you don't acknowledge His original purpose. Number three, the origin of the solar system. This has something to do with the first one, the origin of the universe, where we mentioned about God creating all things and declaring a beginning for everything. He also called out, Light into existence, calling it the day, and separated darkness from the light, calling it the night. When he called evening and morning the first day, he created the sun, moon, and stars to create a distinction between the two. And together with all those, of course, we can assume that the solar system has been called into existence as well. Number four, the origin of the atmosphere and hydrosphere. Atmo meaning air, and hydro meaning water. If we are going to read Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, on the last part of that verse, it tells us that the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, that is our hydro. The earth was uniquely equipped with a great body of liquid water and an extensive blanket of an oxygen-nitrogen gas mixture that is necessary for life. But of course, having water and gas is not enough for the earth to be inhabited by people. So we can read about God creating a firmament, dividing the waters. And from there, we got our Atmo. Not only that, if we read a little bit further, we can also see that God has also let the dry land appear, and He called the dry land earth, and He called the water seas next one the origin of life how living systems have come into being from non-living chemicals is a continuous mystery scientists and philosophers of today tries to figure out together with the marvels of reproductive process and the almost infinite complexity programmed into the genetic systems man plants and animals have Next one is the origin of man. Out of all the living creatures in the universe, mankind is known to be the most highly organized and complex entity because we possess innumerable intricate physical chemical structures and we have a nature that contemplates or reflects the abstract entities of beauty, love, and worship. That is why it's really illusory to say that man has an evolutionary descent from animal ancestors. The book of Genesis clearly tells us that mankind is created in the image and likeness of God. Number 7. The Origin of Marriage God's original design for marriage is monogamous and patriarchal. Wives are supposed to submit to their husbands and husbands are ought to love their wives. This kind of submission is blessed by God. Number 8. The Origin of Evil The origin of physical and moral evil in the universe are explained in the book of Genesis. Evil is defined as a temporary intrusion into God's perfect world. It is allowed as a concession to the principle of human freedom and responsibility and to manifest God being the Redeemer and the Creator. Number nine, the origin of language. The origin of language can be found in the story of the Tower of Babel. Also, the gulf between the chatterings of animals and the intelligent, abstract, symbolic communication systems of men is completely unbridgeable by any evolutionary process number 10 the origin of the government the development of organized systems from theocracy being guided and led by god to human government is described in the book of genesis number 11 the origin of culture urbanization metallurgy music agriculture writing education, navigation, textiles, and ceramics from all this being fully developed over time has been described in the book of Genesis. Then, the origin of nations. Today, all scholars now accept the essential unity of the human race. We all came from Adam and Eve to Noah and his sons, and from his sons, the nations were filled with people. The Origin of Religion Every one of us shares the consciousness that there must be some ultimate truth and meaning toward which men should strive. That consciousness is being expressed through different religions. This unique characteristic we all carry in the origin of true worship and of the true God is given in the book of Genesis. And lastly, the origin of the chosen people. Why is the people of Israel very special to Christians? Israel is a nation who played a very vital role by giving their story, the Bible, and the knowledge of the true God to the world. If they have not been too disobedient and doubtful, we will not be enjoying the salvation extended by God to the Gentiles. That also has been described in the book of Genesis. These are the 14 foundational accounts, and they were the primary object of the greatest attacks of skepticism and unbelief. People will say that the Bible is not true and is not reliable, but over time, whatever is written in it is being discovered and proven in science. Whatever order God has given in the Bible about the order of things, such as marriage and life, were all proven to carry blessings when obeyed. In this manner, Hebrews 11.3 comes alive in a believer's life. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. These words will only ring true to those people who choose to believe. If you are one of those people doubting, or maybe you are starting to have the hunger to know more about God, you do not know where to start, or maybe you have started your journey but you still want to know more, I want to invite you to join me. Let's explore the Bible together. Next week, we will be talking about who wrote the book of Genesis. Can we really trust it and every word that is written in it? If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions about the topic we just discussed or the topic we will be discussing next week, please do not hesitate to send us an email at kadeshproject at gmail.com or visit our website at www.kodeshproject.com Thank you for listening to Kadesh Project. Join me again next time. God bless you!